now we will begin the dance. This is the Brahms dance. Hello everyone and welcome once again to Post Game of Thrones, the official Game of Thrones podcast of the books of the show of the George R. R. Martin. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, and I'm in the best shape of my life. And with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. Hey, I'm your little prince. Uh, happy weekend, everyone. <laughs> happy weekend. listening uh, later in the week, in which case, download it earlier because it helps our SEO feed. I mean, I don't know. your next weekend could probably be happy too, like, yeah, te- technically. Yeah. Speaking of, of of technically, we had some technical problems. Before, yeah. Uh, segue before the show happened. Mm-hmm. Want to want to um, tell me a little bit about that? A little bit about uh. Yeah. Uh. So me and Eddie were uh, we were at a regular time. Um. I had woken up about five minutes prior, but that was just because I'm a little snoozy boy, mm-hmm. and I just slept right through my alarm. Um. But I got I got up pretty much in time. I was like five minutes late, and um. Right before we were like, hey, you ready to record? Now that we've all caught up and we're all buddy-buddy. And uh, Windows was like, you're fucking not ready, buddy. Cause <laughs> Windows said ready? no. Are you ready for the first? Yeah, it, like fucking Cortana was like, are you sure? <laughs> and um, it gave me like a mandatory update, which uh, it's like, hey, it, it's this is going to happen in the next 20 minutes whether you fucking like it or not. So you want to do it now? <laughs> and so I said goodbye to Eddie and Kim. And um, it's still updating, and I'm on my girlfriend's Mac right now. How does it feel to be not recording in your, like, typical... Oh my, it feels like... It feels like I'm wearing, like, a uniform of a job that I don't have, and it's, like, all polyester, and it just, it's just... Uh-huh. It's like wearing a very itchy towel. I, I have my backup, but I hope I never have to use it, because that'll be too weird. Mm-hmm. If I'm not at my desk don't with, worry. like, all of my belongings cluttered around me so that I can't move, I don't know how I'd be able to record this show. Yeah. Anyway. But I, I have access to my old mainframe, mm-hmm. by which, which I mean my Google Docs, and it's just, it's spilling over the top with goofs. So okay. <laughs> you need not worry. Ready for action. Uh, this week, action. we watched Season 4, Episode 2, The Lion and the Rose, or The Rose and the Lion. It was one of those things. Yeah, it was when when Joffrey dies. Yeah, and and he was purple. That's why it's the purple wedding. Yeah, he was a little purple boy. Like that's like my least favorite Game of Thrones fan thing. Because like, if the red wedding never happened, this would not be called the purple wedding. Oh yeah, for sure. But. Like, I, I read that, like, even George has referred to it as the Purple Wedding now. Like, even though it's very, like, even in the, the books, they're like, I hear talk that there was the Red Wedding in the Twins, but, like, Purple Wedding is 100% fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, it was okay. <laughs> it was all right. This is, this is, like, one of the highest rated episodes. Yeah. And, I mean, George wrote it. Yeah, and you can tell throughout it. He's doing his very best to make it as much not like the show as possible, but some things he just can't escape. Oh, and yeah, it's either like him just like shoving in his characterizations or him just like planting seeds that they'll never pick that up. Never, on. yeah. So this one starts with um, the nice boy who we know, we know yeah, he's evil. Yeah, it starts evil. out with 
If, it as, starts out with me saying, oh no, yeah. audibly. Um, because he's, uh, he's hunting a woman. Yeah, because Miranda's jealous. No, she's not, she's not jealous. That's not why. It's, it's for funsies. Oh yeah, also it's just because it's, he's a sadist, it's fun. Uh, We're getting rid of Joffrey, so we gotta make him bad. And Theon's there? Like, he just had to come along. Yeah, Yeah, and his, his gate has suffered quite a bit. He's... He's, he's really he's he's yeah. reeking it up at this point. Yeah, I would I would go so far as to say that he is reeking. How many? It up. It's been like two episodes since he's like you're a reek, and he wasn't even in the last one. Yeah, and now he's just fully like Super Saiyan three reek. Yeah, it's kind of the way it was in the books, like in the sense that like it's a surprise that he's just like super reekified. Uh huh. But I get in, in the books, books, it's kind. I don't know because I feel like they could. <laughs> The the way time passes in this world is like yeah. nothing we've ever seen. At the same time, all of season three, every time it came up, we were like, oh, fuck this again. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. So I guess to skip ahead a little bit isn't isn't too much. Yeah. Too much of a problem. But, so yeah, he shoots a, a lady. And Miranda gets a fucking 360 no-scope. This girl, like, jumped down through a lake. Oh, she yeah. ran through a cave and still gets shot in the leg. Yeah, she was fucking... She was, and, like, George named her Tansy, which was nice, because that's a name that never comes up in the show that's, like, mm. you know, important. But and whatever. Instead, the dog, the doggies eat her, and we see yeah. Theon say yucky. Yeah, Miranda's like, I want a super killer in the face. <laughs> and then he's like, we gotta feed the puppies. Uh-huh. Um, so the hounds get dibs. And we get a signature Game of Thrones wiener cut to Tyrion being served yeah. yeah, I know. As if, as if we've forgotten. Like, did you hard, remember? Hard cut to a giant sausage, like comedic sausage, plop down on Tyrion's plate. Hello. Yes. Hello. Yeah, a great day for like one of the episodes that people will probably go back and check out. I know. Anyway, dick sausage. Yeah, dick sausage. Um, And uh, in this scene, Tyrion is, like, immediately better. And I don't think it's all just me projecting because I like George. I I always wonder when him writing the episode, I'm like, how much of it is actually just better? And how much is it me, like, yes, George, your sweet seed? Like, yeah, it's... I I, I think I would have noticed. I I think it's that noticeable. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, like, he, he's shitty, but in, like, an entertaining way. Yeah. He's not just, like, a perfect, special, handsome boy. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, like, and he, like all the characters are affected positively by it. He's like, Cersei's been pounding boar ever since one killed Robert, which is super Cersei. Mm-hmm. And, like, they, they like, make jokes about how Jamie lost his jerk in hand or something. Yes, which would happen. Yeah, <laughs> I like, feel it's like. never, it's, it'll never be the same. Uh-huh. It actually won't because not only has George said like I, I'm I'm not doing anything else until I'm done with this book, but also all the future episodes don't exist really. Uh huh. So we'll probably never see another George R. R. Martin episode of the show. I thought you were gonna say like George is like yes, it really isn't the same with your non-dominant hand. No, I just meant like life. Okay, yeah, you know, the world in which you live. Yeah, it will never be the same. Uh huh. And this is like. 
I guess a show change I'm okay with. The Ill and Pain Because in the books, how, Tyrion doesn't set that up, right? I feel like Tywin would do that. Yeah, I don't th- I don't remember Tyrion being. I don't remember exactly how it happens, but Ill and Pain trains Jamie instead of Bronn. Yeah. And like, well, we've talked in a prior episode about how Ned worked into Ill and Pain, and that's, mm-hmm. that's a whole thing. So that, that's why he, um, he wouldn't. Yeah, he wouldn't. Yeah, but also it's like thematically important because like Jamie is talking to somebody who like can't talk back to him and he, he's, he's basically like his therapist. Mm-hmm. So, but they're like, why don't we replace him with the most talkative character? And I, I think I like retroactively hates this because it sows the seeds for their season five escapades. Oh God, it does. Yeah. yeah. Right. This is like, this is when it's first planted in the dirt and then it grows into a nice, beautiful bed pussy. It sure does. The seeds are all spent into one bad pussy. Oh god, fuck the show. Um, and then he's like, "This is this is where I bring all of the secret ladies to have secret, secret Se- sex to with. secret like obnoxious sex." Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm like Podrick Payne over here, but it, like you can how you can hear them talking perfectly in normal conversation voices. Yeah. Like, Blackwater is a bay, you can see the other side of it, sound travels over water, and you're like, you're like on a rock stage. Like, it's like the, it's like the most, it's like the most open space with like the least trees around it in the world. Yeah. But like, I I get that it's like prettier than the woods and they wanted to film there, but that's like, that's the only reason. Well, we're, we're all here, so let's create a secret spot and say it's yeah, I'm sure George's George's screenplay was just like pick the prettiest place. Yeah. I want he, to see it. He caught on to like he's like and then they walk up every single step in the red keep and talk about the past hands of the and then you're just like <laughs> no George just put him somewhere pretty. Uh-huh. Okay. Fucking and like Jamie and this this season is all about how Oberyn is the alpha and omega fucker. Like he just loves to fuck. Yes. But Jamie, this is a, this is George again. He immediately gets turned on by fighting canonically in the books and in the show in this episode. Yes, like as soon as Bronn starts like sword fighting him, he just like licks his lips and like does sexy Batman voice. He's like, "Come on, man!" Yeah, and it's like, "Ew," but we get it. yeah, because like he he loves to fight. That's like masculinity rest- is a limiting narrative. Like it sure is, but he loves those limits. <laughs> He does. Uh, yeah, then, like, fake Vargo Hoth's back, remember this guy? He's, like, he's he's worse than Diamond Jim to me. (laughs) Because, like, Diamond Jim sucked. But number one, he was a warg, which is cool. Mm -hmm. And number two, like, if Locke warged into, like, the bear, that would be sick as hell. Yes. But this guy is just, he's nothing. He just walked onto the set. It, it, but it makes perfect sense that he'd be best buddies with Ramsey. Oh, they li- they're like, hey, I cut off a body part. What about you? Hell yeah, I did. Nice. Buddies. Bonding yes. moment. Uh, what, then what? Uh, Roos is like, you're not my son. Fuck you. Yeah, and it's weird because later on, like, Roos and Ramsey are like, we're best friends and I support Ra- my son Ramsey and everything that he does. But, like, um, this is... Okay, first of all, um, Roos tells Ramsay to feed water and rub down the horses. Is rubbing down horses a thing? You gotta be nice to them. Like, is it important to, like, give them scratches? Isn't that something that's, like, if you're nice to cows, they give you good milk? Right? (laughs) Like... 
I think so. Yeah, it's like it's like how babies need attention or else they'll just like die. Yeah. Like sudden are, sudden infant cattle syndrome. That's mm-hmm. a thing. Go breastfeed the horses. <laughs> oh no, they have big teeth. That wouldn't be fun. Ugh. Um I'd I'd rather talk about these like flaying assholes than yeah. like horse titty mouth. And so. like thing like this is super good ruse, and it's the only time we ever get super good ruse. Because yeah. he's like, Ramsey, you can go prove yourself by going into this super dangerous situation by yourself. And like if it works out, good. like good, my special handsome son. If but like not, if he dies, he has Walda now, so he can make a new heir, so who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. And and the whole time he's just like, Yes, of course. Like, this is what I will do in my Ruth Bolton voice. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't realize this scene was so soon where Theon gives him the very close boy boy shave. Yeah, I thought that was and, later on. And he's like, Oh, by the way, Rob's dead. Anyway. Like how did Theon not know that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like and I guess I guess Locke saw the last episode and he's like, "What the fuck's Alami? That's a good line." Why is he there? Like, is he that close? Like, I thought that Bruce like, would allow him in their inner sanctum or whatever. I'm, sh- I'm sure like catering was just right off camera, and he was and like he accidentally walked onto set, and he was like, "Well, it would be more awkward for me to leave." Yeah, they're so, filming now. Let me uh yeah. make this. Bruce sword. Bolton doesn't do two takes. Yeah. So the one thing that like annoyed me is it was the like one of the only times we ever see ramsey like get shut down yeah but then he still kind of gets the upper hand at the end mm-hmm. by seeing like see i did make him not be on yeah. because like in this episode Roose is like ramsey you're a snow like you're impulsive and you're bad at strategy and you're ruining everything because you focus too much on like being a gross sadist Rather than, like, later on when he's super good at strategy and super good at being a sadist yeah, and tw- legitimized. 20 spoilers. good men. Yeah, yeah tw- like, this is not the same characters as 20 as, as twenty good men, Rams. <laughs> it's almost as if an entire different person was writing the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost as if, like, the big bad died in this episode and they needed to ramp it up right after this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, weird. People love to hate joff so what if they what if we make joff even worse double hate good and make him super good at everything perfect nailed it Um, 26 emmys so after this it's back to uh king's landing with tyrone and i saw a thing the other day that the actor who plays varus is in like macbeth on in like london or something and the article had a picture of him with a beard and hair oh no it was fucked up. How was that? <laughs> like, I did not like... I was like, I'm definitely not seeing this because that's not Varys. Yeah. No thanks. Yucko. Uh, did you notice how Tyrion's walking with Pod at the very beginning? And then he pa- Tyrion passes Varys and just ditches Pod without saying a word. <laughs> like, they just turn a corner and Pod just, like, is at the intersection like, oh, well, I guess I'm here now. <laughs> I, I, I must have been writing something because, like, I noticed he was there at first. Yeah. And then later on, it's just him talking to Varys. I was like, oh, this must just be how it's, like, framed. Right. Um, and they're having, like, how long has this saga of, like, Shay's gone? No, she's not. Well, she is now. Yeah, it's weird. They, like, Shay's 
plot relevance has just gone so has been inflated so much for the show. Mm-hmm. It really has. And it's, I mean, and like part of it, I, I'm pretty sure George has gone on record of being like, I really like the actress. And like, yeah, they're like friends. Like, they're yeah. posting, he'll post an update that it's like, it'll be like new news from Frankfurt, Germany. And you're like, what the hell is this? And he's like, I hung out with Shay today. We had dinner. Yeah. Like George, <laughs> fuck off. Here are some cool, sexy pictures of her and Daenerys. Thanks for coming to my blog. By the way, uh, re- vote for the Hugo Awards. Like, George, you know what I'm here for. Fucking kill me. <laughs> we, <laughs> you can't fool me. <laughs> uh, I, at least I did, like, the, like, aggressive bow that Varys did. Oh, as yeah. Because I guess it was to be like, oh, if anyone's listening, we have to make this seem like a normal conversation. But right. who wouldn't pick up something that obvious? Yeah. And, like, Tyrion, like, again, Tyrion is better here because he's, he's more Tyrion. He's like... He's kind of fucked because Varys is like, he will super die mm. if they suspect him of anything. So, like, of fucking course, he's not going to lie for Tyrion. And then Tyrion's like, forgive me if I don't weep for you. Which is like... Yeah, that's it's like Tyrion. A re- it's, it's a reasonable response. Mm. But it's just like the sort of, like, egocentric response that, a t- that Tyrion would have rather than, like, a perfect saintly boy. Yeah. And, and then, then Varys... Ferris mentions his friends across the sea who could help her and bless George. Uh-huh. Thank you. Please. Like, I'm sure fucking the showrunners are watching this and they were like, we, we killed Cal Drogo. What are you like, talking about? Who, who else is across the... There's, um... He doesn't know anyone in Marine, does he? Is he friends with, uh... Is he friends with Jorah? No, we already no, covered no, that. No, 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 no. Covered that. Barristan? No, Barristan. no, no. Can't be. He's too old. He can't do shit. Um... Then they're at, I don't know what part of the wedding this is, like the gift-giving ceremony. Yeah. You know. It's, it's the award ceremony from Mario Kart 64. Yeah. Because Sorrell's like, here's your official big boy special cup. <laughs> and yeah, he gets a big boy special cup. And, like, honestly, I empathize with Tyrion here because I would be the one to give a king a book. Oh, yeah. And, and here, my liege, I don't know if you read it, the classic Flowers for Algernon. <laughs> quite a stirring tale I don't want to tell you what's inside it because it's an experience from front from beginning to end <laughs> but it's very good please trust me yeah and, and then, then fucking dad comes along here's one of the only two swords in the capital my man destroyed oh wait we skipped we skipped over something real quick yeah uh Cersei's like that's the whore as <laughs> as Shay is like directly looking she at sure, Cersei what is Shay doing in this scene she for the that- like she's just like standing next to a bush, not doing handmaiden things. She just put like, down a plate of treats and then staring she's- at the king. Yeah, <laughs> not even Sansa or like by her. Mm-mm. Just like I thought that was a thing. Like, oh, I'm Sansa's handmaiden. That means I do Sansa things. Like, why is she also part of catering the wedding? Yeah, anyway. like any other part of the wedding or any other episode would have been like. She would be standing right behind Sansa, and Tyrion would be like, "Can I talk to my wife for a second? <laughs> my wife, my wife." And <laughs> every uh, time, every time it happens. And also, and then, I liked. Um, she's like, "That's the whore," and then Tywin's like, "Send her to the chambers of the hand." Afterwards, yeah. I was and like, I, "Oh, that's, that's like some super good foreshadowing." Okay, yeah. Like I, thank you, George. And. I do um, like that, like, 
George made the book that Tyrion gave him a book about the lives of four kings right after a Balon Greyjoy mention. Yeah. Which, which again, comes up later in the mm-hmm. episode. Um, also, I was about to get mad, but then I wasn't, because like, I'm the biggest Valyrian Steel fanboy right. that exists. And I was like, there's no way a Valyrian Steel Blade wouldn't cut clean through that book, and he would have to chop it several yeah. times, but yeah, then I remembered it's, it's Joffrey. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. It's like me with a sword. Alright, it thematically, I accept it. Yeah. And then, he's like, oh, a sword should have a name, what do I call it? This it's, like a, it's like a fucking UCB show. It's this, like, alright, I need the name of a... Uh, I need a place, and I need a profession. Alright, uh, when lights come up. And like, this this guy in the crowd, though, he's been sitting on Widow's Well. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, the other guys, they're like... Donald Trump! uh, Guy killer! Stab maker! And this guy in the back is just like, Widow's well! (laughs) (laughs) Like, with with his full chest, he bellows it, and Joffrey's like, yes. Yeah. Nice. He's like me, he waits, when he has a really good suggestion, he waits for it to die down a Uh little bit. And then just fucking projects, throws that voice ball across the room. Yeah. (laughs) Um... And then, oh, okay, yeah, 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 so this happens. And then Tyrion's immediately, he, like, instant transmissions back to his room. Yes, he sure does. Where Shay is. So does Shay. Like, she's like, do you want to fucky on the couch? Yeah. Like, do you, w- we were just in the same place. <laughs> you saw and, like, tasted the You heard queen. Cersei just shout, there's the whore! There's like, the whore! <laughs> and now you want to make fucky? And... Like, this scene, what did affect me in a way, because it was just, like, Tyrion was channeling Josh Fram in that first Airbud movie. <laughs> he was okay. like, this friendship is over. I love my wife. I love my wife. Mm-hmm. And I never loved you. Please go. Get out. Like, go. Like a, I d- you, you can't play basketball go. good. How many men have you played basketball with? 500. 500. 5,000? Not even a 1,000. And then Airbud says, How many men have you played basketball with? And you're like, This? Is this the director's cut? This yeah, I don't a know. Weird scene. I don't know why they never translated Airbud's accent from the books to the show. <laughs> it was a weird choice. They he's to, from, he's from Pentas. Yeah, they had to make it like, at, like palatable for Middle America, I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? And she, she's almost. Who's worse at crying? Her or she was Ingrid. super bad at crying. Who was the other option? Ingrid, the wild wildling. <laughs> They're both really bad. But I I feel like the difference is Egret made too many tears while Shay made none. Yeah, like it's opposite ends of the spectrum. And the thing is, like to me, Cersei wasn't super good either at the end. Mm-hmm. Like we can get to that later, but it was like it was a, there was a lot of hammy crying in this in this episode. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, uh, hard shit. cut to Mel burning some people alive. Like, the most evil shit. Like, dudes on fire with this ominous music, and someone's like, that's my uncle! And Stannis is just, like, staring at them yeah. being burned. I do look like, my my dude, my dude George is helping me out a little bit. Because, uh-huh. like, Solis goes to Stannis, and he's, she's, like, all religious. Like, I saw their souls. Can you believe it's so beautiful? And Stannis doesn't say a fucking word, and he just, like, is just, like, He's doing right, his absolute best, like, to salvage the Stannis. Yeah. And then, like, 
and you know, Stannis is still like, Axel Florent was like an infidel and he disobeyed, but like he still says it like he's being like air quotes diplomatic rather than like a zealot. Uh-huh. He was like, like he's just saying what Mel told him, but it's still just like he was an infidel. He was, you know, you know how it is. Yeah, it's very. I like it. I prefer it and much then, more. And then I'll uh, remember Stannis. He's nice to his daughter. Yeah, um, because Mel Mel sits him in his big boy king high chair and puts a king bib on him. Uh huh. And he's like, the meat's off. And like he his bickering with Solis was like classic funny Stannis in a way that doesn't usually get adapted. Uh-huh. She's like, get me fish. A lie. Take it out. You hate fish. I hate you. Like, it's <laughs> the most perfect, like, yeah. dry, nobody laughing Stannis humor that I love. And then Solisa's is just unfazed, and she's like, Melisandre, did you hear about how Stannis made me soup out of books once? <laughs> made, me book, made me book soup. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, you had book soup. I had a hard life. <laughs> but doesn't say, like, the bad things. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah, you had to, you had to, like, crunch on a rock. Well, every, different strokes. Yeah. I had to eat onions. Given to me by this fucker with no hands. Like, yeah. How do you it's think It's like, I have feel? you seen the end of Scary Movie 2? It was like that when he was reaching his hand out. Grab my no finger hands. Grab my <laughs> grab the hand that's holding an onion. And she's like, "No, that's all of them." Uh, he I don't... probably couldn't even palm an onion like a basketball. He could not. How unfortunate. Uh, fuck him. And he took that as a sigil. I uh. Even me, if someone's like, "You are now like hereby knighted," choose the symbol of your house. It wouldn't even be something thematic. I'd be like, "Ah, this is something that my family has treasured." I'd be like, "It's a big muscle." Like, like, it's a guy punching someone in the face, and it says strong under it. (laughs) Absolutely. Like, Like, mine would be, like, a dog in a suit jacket breakdancing. Yeah. Like, Like, you could pick anything. You've heard of the Sphinx? Well, this is a double Sphinx, and it's mine. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be, like, the fucking people have a crow ripping a baby apart. My sigil would be Calvin peeing on everybody else's sigil. (laughs) <laughs> like one stream that splits into like 817 different yeah. ones okay. it's it's seven streams that pee on each of the lord houses of the seven kingdoms okay and you're and you're called like house noble yeah yeah it's like house good yeah house winner. House goodly house undefeated <laughs> i know it would have to be something to strike like strike fear into the hearts of all my enemies, so it would be like, I'd be house internet. (laughs) To be like, what the fuck is this demon magic? Yeah. (laughs) You do not want to fuck with us. Say that to my face on Twitter and see what happens. (laughs) Uh, And then Melisandre touches the girl's face, and she says, nice. (laughs) Basically. Yeah, she like... Shireen's like, yeah, I heard all the innocent people screaming. That was neat. And Mel's like, whatever. People scream when they give birth. People die all the time. Get over it. Like, you're doing your best to trick a child. Like, good on you. Yeah, but she's like, like, Shireen is the smartest character in the show, basically. She, she really is. She knows how to read and knows how to speak her emotions. That yeah. Hereby making her, like, number one. Yeah. And, like, Shireen learns that there's no seventh heaven. And... It's cool to see George just, like, do stuff that he couldn't do because of POV stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Like it's neat that he thought this scene was he ostensibly thought this scene was like necessary and important to like flesh out Mel and Shireen more. Yeah, I mean because, it did. Yeah, but like, like it achieved its goal. You know, like the way that he got this through was the final line. He was like, "All right, there, we man, live in hell. The only hell is the one we're in now." Yeah, like, the most like that doesn't make that doesn't make fucking sense at did all. You, did you ever see? It's like. A, a comic and it's like a bunch of business guys looking at a piece of paper and they're all like stoic yeah. and someone adds like that was D&D with this script like they saw this scene and they're yeah. like oh, I don't know it's just missing something and then George writes we live in hell and they're just like oh! yeah. <laughs> yes yes perfect um <laughs> so I like after this it cuts to like a a wolf view hunting an animal Oh, yeah. And Kim just yells out, nice, warg of the week. <laughs> I fucking love warg of the week. <laughs> and then we talk about, like, a good warg of the week would be, like, what if Brand could control Summer? Like, that would be weird. Oh, holy sh- damn. I, some things are right in front of you. Well, fucking, I'm, hang on, let me print out my notes just so I can throw them the fuck away, because that's a way better one. <laughs> So he wakes up, and he's like, I was hungry, I was hunting. And then George is like, time to include some fucking warg physics for my boy Brooks. <laughs> yeah. If you, you stay in a wolf for too long, you become a wolf. You gotta eat your own food, stupid. You gotta eat human food to go big and strong. They gave him food, but it looked like horse shit. <laughs> like, it, it was horse shit or, like, tumbleweed. Like, yeah, I don't I mean, know what he was eating. And then George has Bran look into the camera. If only there was, like, some dead old Night's Watchman to, like, get pig meat for us. Oh, well. Anyway. So, I think the only movie that's ever, like, shown what it's like to actually be cold in the snow is The Revenant, and that's why it's going to win the Oscars. Yeah. But any time, I feel like no one is ever cold enough. <laughs> yeah. But maybe it, that's just me, and I'm always cold. Oh, yeah, same. So... Like, they seem less cold than I do in my bedroom in Florida watching the show. Yeah, like, Jojen doesn't have gloves. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You live in the place that's known for cold times. Also, Jojen sucks in this scene. (laughs) Like, in what way? He's like, and I love Jojen. He's my special little little greenseer boy. But he's like, yeah, Bran, it must be nice to be in a wolf and be able to jump and run and shit. You sure would feel whole. Yeah. He he straight up says that shit. (laughs) Yeah, he does. You asshole. I I hope Bran eats you later. (laughs) <laughs> so then uh remember ghost is here yeah in case anyone forgot i did but, so, they, but they see the magic tree the dog goes oh, he's like check out this tree my and brain's favorite, like oh i gotta go see that shit favorite, this was so so good because it's like he's like pull me over there so they pull him and he touches the tree and he immediately wargs into he like fucking wargs into the tree he wargs into the tree and he sees everything Fuck he, everybody who's like, this is, alright, that's <laughs> working into a sword, that's weird. Yeah, he walks Fuck into you. a tree. A tree. And he sees all this shit, the, the, like, caverns of Winterfell and memories of Ned Stark or whatever, and then the raven, and it's like, if you seek me, like, follow me beneath the trees. Yeah. More north. north. And then Bran says, I know where we have to go. Like, you're not already going like, north. Not only that, but it's not like it was, like, answer this my riddles three and i will tell where to find me <laughs> the fucking I... raven says go north under a tree and brand's like i know it you have to dig every tree out of the ground <laughs> but like my least favorite part of the scene where it was where like 
Bran stayed in the tree for too long. So then, like, Jojen asks what he saw, and Bran just, like, says, Sudo Wudo! <laughs> that was, that Brent, joke was the reason why I didn't want to cancel the recording today, because I was like, I want to get that shit out. Gotta so get I don't have to be the only one who knows it. Timely Pokemon reference in. It's Pokemon Day. It is. Happy, happy, happy 20th Pokemon. anniversary. Are you going to buy blue or red or yellow again? Um, I, I still got to work. I'm working through Heart Gold right now. Okay. But I probably will eventually. Yeah, me too. I just ha- I just have too many too many vid games to play. Yeah. At the moment. But I'm, I I got uh blue originally just because Blastoise is my favorite Pokémon. I got red. We're like the Song of Ice and Fire. <laughs> but like looking back on it, I was like, what are the differences if I buy it? like red has all the better Pokémon? Oh yeah, fucking Growlithe, forget about it. Growlithe. My dude. Scyther, Electabuzz, like Oddish, I think. Uh, yeah. Like blue has what like full picks, we- weeping bell. Yeah, Fuck thanks. Off. I fucking oh, I hope there's not an entire fucking tower dedicated to Bell Sprout in the next game. To be fair, like if you pick the fire starter in that one, you were like nice. Oh like, yeah, this is easy mode. Yeah. Uh, oh, and the uh, sun, sun, moon, the song of sun and moon. Yeah. This this winter, Pokemon S and M. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Pokecast. Go yeah. catch them all. Have you got, yeah. You guys heard of Pokemon? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, audience. <laughs> I'm the audience surrogate. Yeah, we should no. really... Widow's well! <laughs> we should really, like, when our Patreon gets to a certain level, we should really, like, get some, some like, stock... 1950s audience reactions that we can just plug in anywhere. Ooh, every joke. Oh, yeah, just like a low level for 70 minutes. So, um, Bran, that, that's it. And the rest of the episode is, like, the wedding. Which, uh-huh. Anytime they do shit like this, I think it usually comes out good. Yeah. Because I, fir- I remember the first time watching, I was like, are they really going to go to the wedding for, like, six minutes? And then the, yeah, was like, some nothing's happening. Daenerys shit. But no, it's like 20 minutes. And yeah. I was like, this is great. This is exactly how this should have been shot. Anyway. Oberyn got really good seats. Uh, yeah, and also Oberyn was super into it the whole time. <laughs> like, even the, like, wedding, which they didn't say the name of the Seven, so fuck off. They did that weird ribbon shit again. Yeah. Like, are you sure? Alright, anyways. Anyways, Oberyn's, like, second row behind Tyrion. Yeah. Did you, did you see that sweet fucking cinematography where, as, like, as the... Septon was like, cursed be to he who wishes to tear these two asunder. And like between Marjorie, like Oberyn and Olena are like yeah. right on either. It was you the sweetest shit. It was. It was pretty good. Thanks, George. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's just going to get credit for anything good. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, he, he wasn't behind the camera, but like, fuck, fuck they that. They just accidentally got that shot and someone editing it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's why, that's why like, I'm worried about if like my one of my dreams of, like, becoming a TV writer comes through, because, like, if I write some sweet jokes for, like, Aziz Ansari, then it'll still be like, yeah, Aziz Ansari was so funny yeah. in season four of Master of None. It's like, I wrote that. It reminds me of, uh, what, I forget the, is the name of the guy, the main guy who made, like, the Deus Ex series or whatever, uh-huh. like, the games. There was some article from IGN or something, and it's like, uh, that quoting that guy, and he's like, you know, it's always that one guy gets all credit for everything, but it's really part of a team, said this guy, creator of Deus Ex and other <laughs> games. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that's <laughs> but that's going to be Aziz Ansari instead of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Typical Aziz. Um, and there's uh, one, it was one weird, like, shot where, like, they do the kiss or whatever, and everyone's happy, but Marbury isn't. Yeah, did you, everybody, yeah, everybody but Marge is clapping, but o- Oberyn is just, like, nodding a little, he's like, hell yeah, kissing. Like, he's, like, super, like, nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm into it. Nailed and it. I feel like in front of everyone, like, I get what they were trying to do, like, Marbury hates this, but, like, she w- I feel like she wouldn't show that in front of the entire yeah. kingdom. Because the whole rest of the thing is, like, her, like, playing Joffrey's game and being like, yeah, this is sweet, love it, cool. Uh-huh. Anyway. Um, also, nobody noticed that the undead white corpse of Martin Lannister is just there. <laughs> right next to, like, Aunt Cersei. No one wanted to say anything. Yeah, just like, is anybody gonna, like, does anybody have any fire that we could just, like... Uh, yes, they do, because the next, it cuts to, like, the Grand Feast, and they have, like, fire hula hoopers. The coolest, like, Spy Kids 3D fire blower right at the camera. I know, because, like, how can you not see this guy? But he clearly had one of those fucking, like, long stick lighters for a barbecue. (laughs) Like, he just blew into that. It wasn't like a torch. I saw the metal and, like, the clicker. Like, you're not fooling anyone. It was like a bubble wand for blowing, but with fire. Yeah. And, uh, That's of, how that course, works. of course, everyone's sitting eating dinner and the Reigns of Castamere is being played by Sigoros. Yeah. <laughs> how do you, how do you say that band's name? I don't know. Sigoros? Yeah, sounds like it. From, from Iceland, right? I looked it up for yeah, like five minutes and I still don't fucking know. It's like, you uh, don't say the G, but it's like, you say it like the R's in mirror. So it's like... Sigoros. So Sigoros, Joffrey, like... They're fucking a playing bu- the hits. Throws a bunch like, of what is coins this at them. Folk shit. Yeah. Play some fucking reigns of Castamere. <laughs> fucking Skinner. Like, and I don't. If it, it took me a while to notice, but they stopped playing, and then it's just like the like ambient, ambient like like yeah. folk like uh, fantasy music. Right. But they're playing the fucking bear in the Maiden Fair. <laughs> But it's just slowed down. It's like do 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 do. Like they just chopped and screwed it so nobody would did. notice. I was waiting for the bass drop and it just never came. Yeah. But and like, like two songs. They they and they also they grovel for coins and I was like, I don't know if like, like it it gave me pause because like I guess it's like showing that there's poverty and the arts are underfunded and shit. But like I don't think I would ever be a rich enough artist to not like immediately snatch up any money thrown at me. Yeah, unless it's, like, a penny. Like, that's where I draw the line. Like, yeah, Anything if it was else? a penny, if I was, like, selling out Carnegie Hall and somebody mm-hmm. threw a penny at me, I would be mad. But, like, a quarter? Even a dime, I'm like, oh, great, now I have exact change for the bus. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'll throw um, a penny back, but that's about it. And then, do we get the line? No, we don't. It's only in the book, right, where Olen is like, oh, the Reigns of Castamere. Haven't heard that one today. Yeah, but, like, right before this, she goes up to Sansa and she's like, only monsters murder people at weddings. Could you believe anybody doing that? Anyway, let me just fiddle around with your hair over here. You look beautiful. Goodbye. Yeah, bye. Um, Does something smell like poison? Nope, 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 nope. Love you, bye. I like, then it's just, like, showing everyone what they're doing around the wedding. And Loris, for, like, half a second, locks eyes with Oberyn, and they're immediately fucking. It's... (laughs) They literally walk into each other's bodies and start, like... <laughs> like, fucking the, each other themselves, like, inside. Yeah. Like... <laughs> the thing is, like... Yeah, it's it's literally, like, a Freaky Friday situation for the rest <laughs> of the episode. 
But the thing is, like, the only thing Oberyn likes more than fighting and fucking is berries. Uh, yeah. Every scene in Did this... You, it's, like, officially, like, real-life canon. Yeah. The actor but, was just like, I just can't stop eating berries. But, like, I thought it was, like, for that brothel scene, but literally, like, he's, like, doing the... He's saying the coolest shit to Tywin, but then he, like, stops mid-sentence. He's like, oh, 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 oh hang on, hang on a second. Mm. He's like, all right. Like, he's like, in some countries, the rape and murder of children is not... Raspberries is not looked upon. Like, his... Uh, Alaria has, like, her hands in his mouth, and he's still popping berries, like, there's oh, no yeah. tomorrow. And, like, the thing is, Loras is written... In, like, the way that George would write him. Because, like, he's like, yeah, your sister, bo- both of them are like, your sister looks looks beautiful. Like, they're both not into it, but it's not like, Loris isn't like, I love your sister's ensemble who looks uh, good in spite of her boobies, which I hate. Whoops. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Like, like, we get. Like, we get I was, I, I had to look it up and Loris really gets, <laughs> like, the short, short shafted. <laughs> in Hell. this, in it's a, it's a, you know what I mean. The wiener it's joke. Shaft, and that's like a dingle. It is like a dingle. I apologize, Kim. Like a dingle. In this show, because in the books, he's always doing like awesome shit. Yeah, that's like, it's not even like, oh, like Loris is his role is diminished. Like he's fucking assaulting a castle in the books. Yeah, he super is. <laughs> and he's the king's guard. Like he's like when Jamie's going through his journey, Loris is like he reminds him of a young Jamie because he's just doing cool shit all the time and like. Yeah. He super loves himself. Yeah. Anyway, he says, your sister, and leaves. Yeah, and he's like... Which I guess Tywin, is a good burn. Yeah. Why don't Tywin and Mace get married, right, Loris? That would be weird, two men getting married, right? Anyways, bye. Yeah. Also, I like the, like, thing of Mar- Mar- Marjorie being like, and we will feed all the poor that live <laughs> in the streets. And Cersei's immediately like, no, no, we no fucking you won't. fucking won't. Are dogs poor? I guess. Are... Feed the dogs and I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> and and Pycelle's like, yes, okay. And she looks so happy about it. Like, uh-huh. oh my god. Like, I hated her so much, but it was perfect. This was also the scene where I noticed that Cersei is wearing a modified burrito dress. She, she, Marjorie's a trendsetter. Yeah, it's like, it's not, like, I think, like, Cersei liked the fashion and she's trying to, like, reclaim it because now it's, like, Marjorie's thing. Uh-huh. And it's like, look, Joffrey, your mom can wear this dress, too. <laughs> Look at me, Joffrey, your hot mom. <laughs> On your wedding day. It's me. So that like then we get to the fucking roast destruction of like two ninety eight after landing or whenever oh, this takes place. Like first, like first of all, fucking like Brienne shows up. Oh yeah. And Everyone's Joff- getting destroyed for no reason. And that's that's like what fucking happens in the book is like <laughs> Joffrey magically offends every living person. Mm. Like it is a and he's like, "Hey, Brienne, you're the you're the tall lady who killed the shitty ass King Renly who sucked, right?" Joffrey's entire presence is like the fucking Horcrux in Harry Potter, like the necklace. Yeah. <laughs> that whoever wears it is like given into their evil thoughts yeah. except everyone around him and it's him. It's he's triumph the insult comic dog, <laughs> and like again, like Brienne acts like a fucking human being here, and like an actor, which is good. Like yes. there's a, like you can see like a moment of like contempt and like trying to hold it all together, mm-hmm. but then like she's back because she's talking to the king of the fucking world. Yeah, like any other episode, she would be like, he was uh, uh he was a a bad king. Yeah, you're you're right, your grace, like shitty 
robotic shit. Uh-huh. And then Jamie's like, I mean, Cersei's like, you want to fuck my brother? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brienne was like, yeah, Jamie rescued me multiple times. And Cersei's like, oh, I didn't know you guys fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then she just says nothing and leaves. Yeah. Like, like, perfect. Like, but you do love him. And then she pulls out, like, a handful of air horns and goes, like a brother, your grace. I, I wish people would stop getting us with that. She just plays the fucking Imperial March on <laughs> Captain Phasma. I'm like, it was, it was neat. And even that, like, this fucking scene with Oberyn and Tywin and Cersei and Alaria. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was, he was, like... This was like since Renly and Stannis, like the like the the highest like burns per minute ratio. This is only second to like um what was that? It, it it's only in the books with the one guy who's holding Storm's End. Oh, when Stannis Courtney goes. Penrose. Yeah, this is like only secondary to that, and yeah. how much one yeah. person gets. Courtney Penrose just like dips his balls on Stannis's forehead over and over again, <laughs> and then he dies. But it's like the best thing ever. Oh yeah, but, yeah. They're just like. It's it's basically just to be like, you're old, you suck, you're yeah. not the queen, you're, you're not, not from you, here. Paramore's a bastard, your neck's crooked, your brother's too sick to travel. Like, also, you're not the queen. Fuck you. I'm gonna, <laughs> hang on, shit. hang on, hang on, let me get these berries real quick. Yeah. Anyways, mm, fuck not... you. It, it is, berries? it's like, very obvious, but still, he's just like, yes, where we are from, like, this isn't looked down upon. Also, what isn't... What, in some places, they look down upon rape and murder. Like, ordering the mountain to kill my sister is also looked down upon, Tywin. Like, yeah, it's, it's not so queen good. anymore. Ah, oh, and so good. Like, Cersei has to delete her account after this. Oh, yeah. Because he, it wasn't just like, well, you suck. He got her with the, like, you're not queen anymore, which yeah. is, like, her biggest thing. Yeah. And, like, also, like, my brother is, like, holding your daughter right now. Yeah, like, that too. She's living in, like... In a beautiful women land. Yeah. Oh, she has to. She has to deactivate. Oh, Log yeah. off. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed, but it through. It must have been through even more. But the whole time, this like dwarf fighting thing uh-huh. is happening. They cut to this table with this guy clapping. <laughs> they showed him like four times. The yeah. same, like the same clip of this guy clapping. I did not notice that. It's it's at least three times and i don't think it was a different like it was the same clap mm. like they just needed someone to react and it's just some guy surrounded by nobodies like oh <laughs> <laughs> they did it a lot it was probably tommen so joffrey gets his stupid play he's like enough fun <laughs> yeah. it's too much i've wheel out my mini golf obstacle shaped like a lion so that people can come out of it and then the whole time he's just going like it's satire, like it's don't truly you get like, it? It's subversive. It's a joke. Lighten up, people. It's while like, like, oh, it's so politically correct in King's Landing these days. I know. While like, there's uh, a fake uh, Loras strapped in front, like in the front of Renly. Yeah. Like Stannis has a fake Mel, and they're like, "We're gay and fucking," and Joffrey's like, "Ah ha ha!" Yeah. Like, like Rob is saying... shouting "King in the North" and being beheaded in front of Sansa. Like, they're not even... The other guy's just like, I symbolize Balon Greyjoy of the Iron Islands. Yeah. And Joffrey's just losing his goddamn mind. Oh, yeah. Because then fucking George makes Balon drown, which like, oh, you sweet boy. Yeah. Of, like, because this only makes sense if Balon's dead, but whoops. Yeah. Spoiler alert, nice, season nice, six, he's still around. Nice of George to remember that. 
Yeah. And no one else. Also, Balon looks the fucking coolest because he's riding a legitimate Kraken. Yeah. Like, on the ground. Like, I would follow that dude in the costume. Like, if he was, like... That dude's riding a Kraken on anyway, land. That's cool as hell. Everyone's pissed off. And Joffrey's like, a real champion would fight to the death. Yeah. Like, Did you they... fucking... Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. What were you going to say? I was just going to say that, like, the Joffrey version in this not only beheads Rob, but literally starts humping the wolf's head. Yeah. And Joffrey starts, like, choking on his wine a little bit because he's laughing so hard. And then, and then it credits roll and it's, like, written by Joffrey Baratheon. Directed <laughs> by Joffrey Baratheon. Produced by Joffrey Baratheon. A Joffrey Baratheon production. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then he's like, you need to kill each other. Like, they don't have weapons. Yeah. Like... Are they just supposed to rip each other apart? <laughs> I guess. Use your Kraken. And then more, like, he's like, you go fight little uncle. And he's like, why don't you fight like you did in the war that I was in? Yeah. The, like, great. Joff is, like, the the biggest mega doofus in this whole scene. And it's he so is. good. He's even been, like, the generic, like, high school bully. Like, he doesn't get what Tyrion's doing at all. Tyrion's he really like, doesn't. Yeah, it's a shame that the wine spilled. It did not spill. Yeah. I did this he's, to you. Yeah, he's like, like and you uh, will be my cupbearer. It's a great honor to be... It, it wasn't meant as an honor. I, I did it to I did it to make you mad. Yeah. And yeah. the whole time I was, like, watching, I had my eagle eye open, looking uh-huh. to see if anything goes in a cup, and you, you can't see anything happen. I remember, like, I started watching pretty much, like, shortly after this episode came out. So, like, I, the first time I went to, like, the Game of Thrones subreddit, there was, like, a shot-for-shot, like, what you see, like, Elena doing in the background the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. can sort of imply it if you're looking for it. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, I would fucking never in a million years. Yeah. So he he get, he gets a drinky. Joffrey has slippery thingies and toesies, so he keeps dropping that goblet. He does. Oh, my God, this shit again. The, and fav- hey, the favorite Westeros goof. Who put poison in here? He was, he was, I did like the shot. He's like, let's break open the cake. And then it shows like oh, dead yeah. birds in yeah, it. And Marjorie's like, look, the pie. Yeah. So good. That's, that seemed to be such anytime things were about to get to like a boiling point this episode, someone's like, ah, and here are the dancers. Yeah, exactly. Like, and everyone just immediately forgets and they're like, oh yes, nice. Yeah, like, every time, like, Bronn is, like, about to grab the dagger on his back, it's always just like, look, a lady! And so, yeah. oh, anyways. Yeah, yeah, I guess, it's a lady's there. So, yeah, he, he drinkos the wine. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tyrion is accused of poison. Yeah, um, Jamie does the goofiest run in the world up to Joffrey. Like, these Kingsguard fucking suck. Yeah. Like, they have they ever saved one king? Uh-uh. Other like, than, like, Arthur Dane. Like, jam your stupid gold hand down your throat. Like, make a fucking catheter My with favorite it. thing like, is, like, at least four people are like, oh my god, he's choking! And no one's attempting, like, Heimlich <laughs> or anything. Oh, yeah. They're, they what roll him over do? onto it's his back. Like, they just put him on his back, which is probably, like, the absolute yeah, the worst, worst thing. thing. When a person is choking, usually you want to put them away from suffocating on their vomit. Yeah, you would imagine. He's got just, a nosebleed. Somebody go get a rag. Like, I remember even one time, me and my friend were like, we were illegally underage drinking at someone else's house, oof. and the other guy like passed out, and we're like, shit, like what if he throws up, and gets like throws up on himself or whatever, 
And then we just Googled, like, what to do with a person when they're passed out. And it's like, oh, you have to put them in the recovery position. Yeah. And I just remembered, like, perfect comedic to only me. I was looking, my friend's like, did I do it? And I had my phone up covering him with the picture of the uh, recovery position. And I put it down, and he was sitting in that exact position. I was like, yeah, great. Nailed it. Perfect. (laughs) Anyway, let's leave. And we just left him there. Wow. Great story. Did you go to the funeral? He survived. I'm probably finding out about this right now, six years into the making. It's not a, like, major moment in my life. No, but you abandoned a human being. Stanley was fine. He was destroyed, though. Stanley is almost certainly a fake name. Can I even trust you with me if I get... I'll put you in... You never drink as much as Stanley did. At one point, he was, like... He was, like, a very, like, reserved, like, quiet guy. And then he'd be, like... He's, like... After... We were only there for, like, an hour. And then he he goes to me and he's, like, Hey, this is... This... This... He said, This is drunk Stanley. Fuck you. (laughs) And then he would go to my... To my other ear and he'd say... This is sober, Stan. Help me. <laughs> so that's that was my first thing. I was like, maybe alcohol is bad. <laughs> anyway, Davos jo- and Alessandra. <laughs> anyway, Joffrey died because he drank wine. So yeah. don't drink wine. And yeah, he, yeah, you got my note. <laughs> he died from drinking an alcohol. And he looks like ass. Like this he, is closed he, casket for sure. Oh, oof, definitely. And so she cried two tears. Yeah, she was like, like she, she was trying to get those tears out. So she was, uh, my son. This is my son. This is my son. This is my son. Nope, still nothing. Mm-hmm. My special handsome boy. Mm, can still can't arrest him. Yeah, and the Kingsguard even do like the shittiest half-ass job of restraining Tyrion. Yeah, they just kind of like grab his arm. Like, oh, yeah, come with me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like Joffrey that much. Anyway, hope you enjoy the next 17 episodes of Tyrion in jail or on trial. Or... <laughs> yep. Like, he is captured or imprisoned so much of this series. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Anyway, good episode. Thanks, George. Thanks, George. We have a work of the week? Yeah. Uh, I have no work. A warg of the week. <laughs> I wasn't. I got so confused. Kim, what's the theory? <laughs> Thanks, Kim. Can could Kim explain her theory of summer warging brand or brand warging summer? Brand and summer warging. Can I? Yeah. Can you explain how it happens? It's magic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plausible. 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 Confirmed. <laughs> I mean, what if do we got? Hodor, why couldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> but okay, um, so we've been we've been kind of uh, edging this theory for some time now. Uh, oh, finally, so to speak. Um, there's a theory uh, that's good that um, debatable. We've, we've already established. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> that Ned was a warg because, like, he gave birth to warg children and all that. Um, so when he was being beheaded, um. You likely he he likely didn't know the warg physics that we know in the modern era. So like he didn't know that you warg into what kills you. So we've already established that like he warged into he tried to warg into like the pigeon that he looked at that was flying over. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it seemed to be interrupted midway. Uh, so what happened was uh, 
half of him warged into that pigeon and half of him warged into ice, the sword that killed him. Yes. And, um, this is like, my favorite part of the theory is that, um, Ned was one of the pigeons in the cake that Joffrey killed. (laughs) Okay. So, (laughs) So that's why they had that shot of it dead. Basically, we're looking at what I like to call final Ned's donation. Because if you're destined to be beheaded and you try to escape it through warging, you're going to end up being beheaded somehow. It, yeah, it's just you. It's it's destiny. Yeah, it's, it's destiny. So okay, fuck so, you. Fuck no, fuck you. This is no. This is like a. This is a fucking doozer. So okay, so More like a dozer. Shut up. <laughs> All right. So last episode, ice. I was gonna say ice warged into two swords. <laughs> <laughs> Probably they. Yeah. With our, like, how with how loose we go with these rules. Yeah, I mean, well, that's one way of putting it. Mm. Alright, so Ice became Oathkeeper in Widow's Whale. So, there's half of Ned... Spoilers, and, Oathkeeper, they didn't say that yet. Uh, there's uh, Mystery Sword and Widow's Whale. And, um, yeah, <laughs> Brienne's like, I need a name for a sword. And Widow's uh, Whale! <laughs> I'd like Widow's... Let's, let's do Widow's Whale again. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so... Half of Ned is in a pigeon. So now, rather than one half of him being in ice, one-fourth of him is an Oath Keeper, one-fourth of him is in Widow's Whale. Got it? Sure. So, um, Pigeon Ned is killed by Widow's Whale, meaning that three-quarters of Ned is now in Widow's Whale. Okay. And one-quarter of him is an Oath Keeper. All right? Yes. With me? All right. Uh, Yes. So, we know that, like, Oath Keeper is the good boy sword and Widow's Whale is the bad boy sword. So we see that most, so but like by volume, most of Ned is in like the negative sword that like houses all of Ned's negative emotions, mm-hmm. which means that like the one fourth of Ned in Oathkeeper is the purest, most concentrated good Ned. Okay, like it's it's more good than Ned was. So it's less total, but more like con like yeah. from concentrate. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And here's the thing. This is going into book stuff. Um, this, this gets into Lady Stoneheart stuff. Uh, so I don't know if, like, to spoil that for people who might want to read the books. But um, basically, uh, skip ahead three minutes if you're going to read the books. But um, Oathkeeper... Just, just a, skip the rest of the episode. We're, yeah, just, <laughs> just stop. You've, you've listened long enough. But, uh, Oathkeeper is about to come into contact with Lady Stoneheart, which is the most corrupted, concentrated evil of Catelyn. Uh-huh. So, if Oathkeeper is used to kill Lady Stoneheart, the most pure Ned and the most evil Catelyn, it will be, they will not only reunite, but the fiery, or the, the fiery Lady Stoneheart revived by the Lord of Light and the, the chilly ice that is Ned will mm-hmm. reunite into the Song of Ice and Fire. dun 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 Confirmed. Also, there's a theory that, like, if, like, Stoneheart kills Jamie, then, uh, then she can pull Ned out of the sword and revive him into Jamie's body. Okay, Ned Jamie. Which would be, like, a perfect, a perfect boy. Yeah. But, but, uh, yeah. Just like Bart. <laughs> it's just like Ned. <laughs> Toe to tip. Toe to tip. This is a Stark. <laughs> Disgraced Winterfell lord. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Confirmed. God. Questions. <clears throat> if you have a question, you can send us an ask on our Tumblr, 
postgameofthrones.tumblr.com or email us at postgot at gmail.com. Uh, first off, this week, friend of the show, Leaf Crunch, hey, hey. asks, what the fuck is a Squizpillion anyhow? <laughs> I love Squizpillion. Let me, uh, Please. do you know what Squizpillion's from? I mean, it's from, I mean, I know that it's a guy, but I, you got okay. a bracket thing, right? Yeah, the, uh, the, this website, Cespedes Family Barbecue, it's a baseball, uh, like, uh, blog and podcast and stuff, and they do a segment where they find the funniest baseball player names. And they ran a tournament where people could vote on the funniest names. And there's a bunch of really good ones. All my there were a bunch that were like this guy's named Dick Powers. Right. Uh Briss Lord was a good one. <laughs> Lil Stoner. Lil Stoner. But all my favorites were just weird combinations of names, not like dick jokes. Uh, uh there was one guy named the only Nolan. But my my favorite of all was Pretzels Getzian. But <laughs> On various, I wanted to just totally change my entire online brand to this new person. So I tried Pretzels Getzian. It was taken somewhere. Wow. I tried Mysterious Walker. It was taken. And uh, Shadrach McCouveter, who won the bracket. Very good name. Didn't try it because I settled with Squizpillion. And uh, that's my guy. Could you tell me a little bit about Squiz? Not really. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> because all of them, they're like, this guy played three games in 1889, and then he died of the flu. Yeah. Like, let me see Squizpillion. Like, there's only one existing picture of him, I think. For those who care about me, producer Kim, I chose the name 10 Million. 10 Million, that was another really good one. That was name. a good one. Um, I keep thinking about Brislord. Mm-hmm. Because I tr- I'm trying to think of, like, if Brislord existed in Westeros, like, would they use the family greatsword to do circumcisions? I like most people must not know what a bris is because that he didn't get far in the bracket. Um, oh, okay. According to BaseballReference.com, where all these names were taken from, he played two games for the Philadelphia Athletics. So good job, Squiz. Good job. Uh, and that's... as the Lord of House Bris, <laughs> I sentence you for anyways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Next question comes in from Tumblr user Tiny Mountain Town. Hello. And this is just confusing to me. So I, this is. Like here, uh, I don't know if this is previously established, but here we go. Okay. Uh, they ask, this is me putting in an official request for Brooks to expand on the Shane McMahon slash Paul Heyman warg theory. <laughs> I forgot about this. Fuck. What is this from? Oh, it was from Twitter. Um, okay. Okay, because... Um, for those of you who don't watch wrestling, sorry. I'm so sorry mm-hmm. for this and everything. Just skip ahead another three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> just We're going to be at season six soon, I promise. Um, there's uh, this, the son of the guy who owns wrestling, basically, came back in like a surprise return on Monday. And um, the whole promo, I kept looking at him. Is it because, just like, me or what? Because I wasn't watching. I just watched it like after because I don't watch that shit live. Yeah. But w- were you unimpressed with the pop? Um, I thought it would be huge, and it was, like, big, but... I probably... I guess I have to go back and listen to it, because, like... I mean, at the time, I was freaking out, so, like, it sounded huge to me, and, okay. like, I've heard other people be like, that was the biggest pop I've ever I'm sure heard. if I watched it live, it would have been a bigger deal to yeah, me. Yeah, but, like, okay. I I don't know. I don't really remember. Anyway, I was, I was Shane, O'Mac is, Shane O'Mac is back. Yeah, Shane, o, Shane O'Mac. And, mm-hmm. um... So, I realized that, like, he has hair, and, like, he's, like, he's, like, you know, he's he's he's... He's a thick boy, but he's, like, not as chunky as Paul. 
Mm-hmm. But he, like, from eyebrow to chin, his face and Paul Heyman's face are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. That's all I could think about the entire... Eyebrow to chin, this is a Paul. It truly is a Paul. Uh-huh. So I, I, like, tweeted it out, and then it was tweeted to me that, like, so did did Shane McMahon work into Paul Heyman or vice versa? Mm-hmm. And first of all, I love the community engagement of that work of the week has drawn. Yeah, it's like if each segment was rated, lowest would be us talking about the show. Yeah, <laughs> followed by like me making Metal Gear Solid references, and then work of the week on top. Yeah, questions yes. doesn't rate. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> but um, I mean, there's not much to expand upon, is there? I I get it now. I mean, like they're both like the two two of the best promo boys that like like I'm trying to think of reasons that they couldn't be the same person. They've never been in the same room together, mm-hmm. so like it could just be like a same soul occupying two different husks. So or like, could, could it be a Mrs. A Mrs. Doubtfire? Oh, could be a Mrs. Doubtfire situation. Yeah, he could put on like a bald cap and like hundred like, pounds. Like, like Paul Heyman's. I mean, he he has been, but he's been really prominent recently. Where he's like, oh, sh-, and we're like, oh, Shane is in China. Yeah, like weird. Yeah, <laughs> think, think about it. Follow the money. It's certainly either a missed out fire scenario or a like. I want to go do. I want to go launch a streaming service in China, so I'm going to send one of my other husks over there, mm-hmm. and then I'll split my soul halfway, <laughs> and. And that's why Paul Heyman is like a manager because he doesn't he, has, he isn't a whole soul so like he can't wrestle he can't fight yeah but he can talk he has enough of his soul to like talk on behalf of Brock Lesnar uh, makes perfect sense yeah uh, next question comes in from awesome. Tumblr user <laughs> Deer King who asks sorry this isn't Game of Thrones related listen don't be sorry please make that every time <laughs> like oh like the reason we have this segment is to not talk about this show really. But there's some Tumblr post about an idea for a show where people have to read their most famous text post aloud, and I think about it all the time, so you should both do that. Brooks, please also read the one about fucking Jupiter. <laughs> that's the only, like, that's the only text post that has, like, gotten popular that I still like. Mm-hmm. Because, like, after you see, like, notifications for it a bunch of times, you're like, oh my god, this is, like, like all of the humor and joy gets sucked out of your entire life. Uh, I don't have <laughs> a popular text post like that because I'm bad at the internet, but my most, like, my most popular one is one time I was watching this, like, bicycle sports anime, and I, I just made some post that basically amounted to, this show is dumb sometimes, and, like, I guess the community really picked up on it and it got, like, 5,000 notes. Good. And my only other popular post is literally the first day I registered for Tumblr, I posted, like, a reaction shot of Stone Cold Steve Austin with, like, confetti and stuff on his face. Oh, yeah, that was a good post. And it has, like, 20,000 notes. Nice. It, it's weird because it just picks up from time to time. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to, like, I never want a popular post on this blue website. Because, like, even when that happens and I have to scroll past, like, 20 notifications, I'm like, fuck, all right. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I get but it. I'm I get- popular. I can't even imagine when it gets to, like, 100,000, like, the hell you live in. Yeah. it's. I think, like, my most popular post is just, like, a post that I made in a movie theater once where it was, like, walks out of a movie theater and it's still daytime. What the fuck? Like, uh-huh. Relatable. Had, Relatable content. Yeah, it was, it was like, a, like, common nerd girl on Twitter like, has, like, 100,000 retweets from it or some shit. Mm-hmm. But, um... Tired of hearing about how Saturn is the most fuckable planet just because it has the most rings... 
Jupiter is clearly the most fuckable planet, and trust me, I've already heard your, oh, the great red spot is an STD joke, and I don't care. And by the way, the logistics of fucking the rings of a planet don't make any sense. Have fun trying to put your dick through a bunch of jagged rocks and ice, you piece of shit. Uh, <clears throat> very good post. Thank you. I, I can't... Took all the humor out of it just now. I can't help but feel that it was inspired by um, another day working at the Betsy Ross Museum. Oh, yeah. There's so much of my humor. Buddy, they won't even let me fuck the flag. Like, fucking inanimate objects, if you don't, like, if you haven't listened to the show, is, like, the funniest thing in the world to me. Yeah. So. And my funniest thing is saying characters' names wrong, but with confidence. Yeah. That's, like, my favorite goof. Yeah. So, as, as, as soon as I get that post going, you'll know about it. Yeah. And we're, we gotta come up with, like, a good Marbury Oberon goof, where, like, he, like... Eats her because oh, of Barry. Yeah, ugh, we, we gotta work on it. Oh, Barry, yeah. We'll work on it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't email us. Just don't talk to us. <laughs> this is a bad show. <laughs> but if you want to, post Game of Thrones at Tumblr.com or postgot at gmail.com. That's the episode. Stay sloshy. <laughs> Keep it sloshy. Very quick to end this, aren't you, Kim? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please, God. Keep teens, on Googling. Teens. One more, one more. Sonic! Sonic the Hedgehog! Fuck! Thanks for listening, bye! We to go. We've S-O-N to Sonic. <laughs> didn't make any fuck. It's staying in! <laughs>